0: Aloha.
1: Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Episode number 425 of the show. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate your patronage. If you have not already, you should subscribe to our bonus content available via the link in the show notes of whatever app you're listening to us on because this week we're going to discuss a few things in the extra time, including the potential... Hannibal Gilligan's Island movie that has apparently been squashed by creator Sherwood Schwartz. I have a lot of thoughts on that, including who would get eaten first and last. And you're not going to get that unless you're, you're not going to hear me say that unless you're subscribed to the all the bonus content that we offer here. Additionally, Apple has added an unsend feature. To its new operating system for your iPhone so that when you send a text you can snatch it back from a person before they read it I have thoughts on that all the extra stuff we do here is available only via our partner Red Circle you can click the link in the show notes you can go to theballoflifestyle.com and click the link at the top of the page you can go to my Twitter there is a link there that you can subscribe to that and if you are a subscriber, then you heard last week's bonus content from episode 424, Fatal Attraction. We discussed that here. I think that is a good entry point for any of your wives and or girlfriends to get into the show. It is also fucking my mic here. It is also Look, if you have a same-sex partner that's hasn't listened or a buddy Send him the Fatal Attraction show. That's that's the place where you'll hear our special guest and dear friend Jason Stewart be completely incapable of understanding that there could be a man called Adrian. It was a, it was it was a interesting turning point in the show where it just something he couldn't process, and that's that's why we love him. Uh, I'm joined now, as always, by Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy?
2: That was
3: such a great moment. Yeah. where he kept insisting she, and it's like no, yeah, Adrian. So
1: hold on, I think I have a clip queued up. Let's see if we can play it.
3: Starting to. Uh, oh, wasn't it weird it to hear yourself? To I, I thought you were talking. It's so Together weird. China yeah, it was today.
1: Yeah, um, oh, we're talking yeah. about Japan, <laughs> and now
3: a- Adrian
1: Line directed this, and I believe this is the only decent No, movie. no, 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 no.
4: I looked her up last night. He's a he. Oh,
1: yeah.
4: well, wait a minute. What? No, no, we gotta, we gotta retrace. I looked up Leo. the director of this movie last night, and she's done a lot of good movies. He continues.
3: So, last name, Jacob's was, Ladder, Indecent Proposal, which was another Michael Douglas, yeah. out of control sex movie. Wait, and well, then yeah, I, got that wrong. I got that wrong. I got that wrong altogether. You, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You guys get the
1: point. You guys really got to go check it out. Jason was great. He's a great guest. He started the show with his, um, which is always great, uh, with a discussion of his own movie roles, which he loves to do.
3: Always good to have him on.
1: Uh, Ed, what's going on with you, buddy?
3: Um, I have to. Second, the recommendation from uh our friend David, uh we own the city, or oh in my God. Fala- Marie's. we own this city. E- it I mean, my God. It's good. It's so good and yeah. um oh God, I'm terrible with names. Berenthal? Ber- John Bernthal. Hey, amazing. Yeah. Like all, all the Emmys that that anyone needs really? to get he should get but it's like if the wire you know if if you like the wire you know the pacing and things but if the wire is a novel this is a novella like this yeah. this is six episodes and this is the story God but damn it it's just it's less characters and less things than the wire but it's the same type of thing where you're seeing you're seeing problems with police like you're seeing and it's it's equally good and equally depressing because you're like oh god I I hadn't thought about this new way for police to fuck over people mostly mostly black people weird how that works and it's like Yeah, because I I am afforded the ability to not have to think about it all the time. But but it's it's just if if you like The Wire, you're going to like this. And it's six episodes. So it's not like a huge commitment. You just you just watch it.
1: It's so stressful to have another thing that I have to watch.
3: Right. But yeah. when 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 they're talking about, oh, here is something you need to watch, and here comes 30 episodes, like this is six. Yeah, you that's just, true. You you can watch this.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I would like to. I'm going to at some point. But, I, gotta, uh, I, I, gotta, I gotta like make a note. I think I actually do have a note of all the stuff I'm supposed to watch. So I gotta add that to the note. And it's it's recent
3: and it's crazy. Like I didn't I didn't know anything about the gun. uh, gun trace task force but essentially it was it was baltimore like plainclothes police um their directive was to take guns off the streets but they were they were (laughs) being not good at yeah just being helping out the citizens of baltimore baltimore as far as recommendations and also something that i think we'll talk in more detail I will give the recommendation to Top Gun Maverick.
1: Oh, God damn it. Everybody's texting me about it. I was out of the country. Everybody's texting me about it. It's fucking great. Everybody's seen it except me.
3: I saw a headline, and it is exactly that. This movie is shockingly good. Because, like, how could it be good? You know know what I mean? Like, it's the movie, when we revisited it, like, it was fun for our 10, yeah. like 11 year old selves, but like, it was pretty cheesy. Like, this is good. This is a good movie that like does that, you know, I, and I do want to discuss it more in detail, but it does that, that element of fan service, but also like fun movie with, without just being like nostalgia porn.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. It stands on its
3: own. And there, There is a balance to that, that like, and I saw it with my son who had seen the original movie but had no nostalgia for it like it right. was just something he knew about because I'd said hey we'll probably see this in a couple of weeks go see it but like he doesn't you know he this wasn't the big movie of his childhood Yeah. so they, they do the thing where they throw you a bone but like they keep the story moving that you don't you definitely don't need to see it
1: Um. yeah that's awesome now don't spoil anything but no. tell me does my guy slider Rick Rossovich show up.
3: I got to I got to tell you. Oh, no. That's the sad omission of the story. God damn it.
1: (sighs) Because, I mean, in terms of in terms of the gayness of the first Top Gun, the original Top Gun, I mean, yeah, Slider is definitely the alpha gay in
3: the group. And yeah, he's the most beautiful creature in the movie. The man is gorgeous. Gorgeous. He was the the hot guy in Roxanne with yes. Steve Martin. Yes, beautiful guy.
1: Well, that's a tough one to take. I mean, now it is kind of spoiled that I don't that I don't get to see Slider. I was I was watching the original Top Gun, not that long ago. We discussed in in the course of another movie, um, Michael Ironsides who plays Jester. <laughs> and you see this a lot because. He, he was, like, one of the old, like, grizzled fighter pilots, and it turns out he was, like, only 38. He's, like, basically Tom Cruise's <laughs> age when they when they shot the movie. Wait, well, yeah. Is, yeah.
3: do you think – how re- truthful is it that they would just have old guys flying with them? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. No, that's insane. Like, does Tom, does Tom Skerritt fly with them? No, like, no. why would – That's crazy. It's, it's, it's insane. Evan Drake from Cheers?
1: I was – I just couldn't get past the fact uh, on the rewatch – of how just openly Canadian Michael Ironside sounds. And it, why does no one correct somebody with a thick Canadian accent when they're supposed to sound like an American Navy pilot? Hey, it's, it was all, <laughs> you'll be flying against the MiG-19 <laughs> and you'll be out in a boot. I'm like, geez, guys, how, calm you know, down. Up?
3: Mikey Irons.
1: Um, a lot of people were texting us this week about water towers and how they work. I got like a lot of videos. I, know.
3: I knew when no we knows. were talking. No one knows I knew when we were talking about it. Yeah. I knew I would I would sound like an idiot to people who know shit.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But like, I've never understood it. This giant bubble over a community.
1: Yeah. It's it's got it's the it's. It's drilled down into the water table or some bullshit. This is like magnets. Like pe- people don't know exactly how they work. They're just pretending. They're pretending to know, right. and they're sending us videos. They don't know. This is all. This is just <laughs> a
3: bunch right. Of conspiracy. They're, just, they're throwing around the words positive yeah. and negative, but like, yeah, I, I get it. This was yeah. the part of school I didn't pay attention to. Yeah,
1: I um. So I was in Cabo San Lucas last week. Yeah, and I flew home. And it was touch and go at the, you know, there was something, somebody bumped into the, somebody like fucked up the cargo door on the plane I was supposed to leave on while they were loading the, loading the baggage. They they like bumped it with a cart or something, put a dent in it. Uh So they took us all off the plane in the heat. And I had to linger in the airport, drinking a bunch of Coronas, waiting to see if I could leave. It was like a few hours and then they fixed it and we came home. But I believe, I'm not positive, but I think I might have gotten wide stanced. Oh, no. I went in, I went in to go pee because I was drinking all these coronas.
2: As
3: as you do. Yeah. You drink
2: a lot of hey,
1: what are you, you going to do? Like, it's, I can't leave the, I can't go anywhere. I'm stuck in an airport. They really. Was he did. wearing a Hawaiian shirt? Well, no, but I was. I go, wow. I, I go in to pee and all the urinals are, cause everybody's drinking a bunch of Coronas. All the urinals are occupied. So I go into a stall and I'm peeing and I'm like, what is going, what is something's weird here? And I look to my left and the stall I'm in is not flush to the one that's next to it. The stall next to me, the wall Behind it kind of juts out a little bit, like from the other, you know, there's like something happening on the other side of the wall where the wall comes in a little bit. So, the next stall next to me is like set back a little bit. Oh. And I look over and there's a, the partition. There's a crack between the partition and the wall. And it's like right at my fucking dick eye line. And I look over and there's a dude over there. I, like I sense some motion there. I look over and there's a dude and he's like kind of looking at me through the crack, and he's got his pants open, and I can't see. He's not like exposing himself to me, but he's like flopping. But he's
3: not it. not doing that.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's like flopping it, and I'm like, he, he's like he's trying to move in a way that he gets my attention, and I look over and I'm like, holy shit! And I was like, so like. Uh, embarrassed or just startled and the thing is is I could lean my head back and not make eye contact with him also he's wearing a mask so he has a mask on he's kind of like trying to catch my eyes through the partition while like flopping his pants like in his belt open and he was like
3: "You're so there's a mask man in Mexico like you have the Zorro the gay blade there
1: exactly and so I lean back to To not make eye contact with him, but I, I was still peeing. So he's just got a full view of my package and I can't just, I can't just pinch it off. So I just am like kind of letting it go, like trying to cover it up with my pants and hand while he's over there, just like checking me out, trying to, mm. trying to set something like, up.
3: It sounds like a kind of a standard situation. He's
1: Yeah. He knew what he was doing. For yeah,
3: yeah, this is this is a seasoned vet of the Mexican wide stance game. So,
1: so let me ask you this: Assuming I were into the wide stance play, yeah, is is the move that one of us just drops and like does a shoulder roll into the next stall so we could go at it,
3: or is well, there is one of us no,
1: unlocking mean, and come out and back in?
3: Well, because I think one thing we know about. Uh, gay men is they're not disgusting. So nobody's getting on the floor. That's a good point. That's a good point. So what I would say, the the bigger question to me is what is the etiquette? Are you, are you supposed to go there? Yeah. Like, are you supposed to go yeah. to the home team or is the home supposed to go over to the visitor right. side?
1: I mean, there's, I assume that if you're in that world, there is
3: a, there is just a, uh, like protocol. a known, like yeah. a known thing. Yeah.
1: It was, uh, it was jarring and I, and I'm not positive I got wide stance, but I felt like a wide stancing.
3: I could see it. Yeah. Um, so here's, here's a question. What yeah. is the, what do you think we all know about glory holes? Like in theory, <laughs> Right, what's what's the practice? Are you not? Is it like chat roulette? Like you're just supposed to go in hoping? Like what? How does it work? Are you supposed to? Yeah. Are you supposed to just go in blind, or are you supposed to? I I don't know. Like, how do you know they're not going to bite your dick off? That's the thing. How are you supposed to trust that? Like, because that's all the trust you're giving.
1: Yeah. Yeah, how are you just, yeah? I mean, you don't know who's on the other side of that.
3: I feel like that would be a, I don't know. Also, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm just, I'm never going to be adventurous enough. But like, I, I don't, I are, can't are
1: glory holes an urban legend? Like, it's not, no, I mean, they, do they exist? They, they,
3: they do feel very urban legendish. but I've heard people talk about that they saw a glory hole in a place. Wow.
1: Wow. What a world.
3: Yeah. What I mean, I just there's no there's no level of confidence for me that no. I could do that. I mean yeah. granted, yeah. I'm 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 not yeah. a gay man. Right. Which I understand the rules are different, but yep. it it doesn't seem like something I would want to trust. You don't know Yeah. The other side could be yeah. somebody who just wants to bite.
1: Yeah, what if it's what if they uh, what if they got a, um, a a vice grips on the other side or a, or a set of channel locks
3: or and they Lorraine just want the to yeah yeah you know like you don't know
1: or like um, Pee Wee and Porky's mm. he, he stuck his dick through the hole in the girls' locker room.
3: I'm just going to say right now because we've gotten this suggestion a lot. Oh no, we're, never. Not, doing, we're, not, we're never. not doing that movie. No, not not ever. No. We did it's Revenge so of the Nerds. Yeah, Revenge of the Nerds, which yeah. there was a funny element to the fact that it was yeah. Yeah. inappropriate and outdated. Yeah. We're never doing Porky's. Well, ever.
1: Revenge of the Word, Nerds is funny. Like it's it's funny. It's it's crazy. rapey. It's yeah. like it's unbelievable that it was made. But Porky's is. Is both repellent and unfunny. Yes. Yeah. It's not there's no there's no to it.
3: The joke is the fact that they're like using peepholes. Like that's the joke.
1: Yeah, yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's the joke. Yeah, exactly. All right, you got anything else? No. Okay, let's talk some sports. My name is Brian They call me the other guy I host a podcast show I'll give hetero life a try If you see something on my hand That makes you think I'm not a man It's just my crew rings, you see They're as sparkly as can be a minor joy
3: on DVD.
1: Ed, who died this week?
3: Uh this this one was very sad. Um I mean they're all sad. Yeah. Um yeah. former golden gopher legend and Dallas Cowboy <laughs> running back who I believe is a pro bowler. Yeah. Marion Barber yeah. running back uh thirty-eight years old. Yeah. And um a good a good friend of the show, our friend Super Lee, yeah, big golden gopher guy, um, he said that he he knew uh Barber to be like a, a sweetheart of a guy.
4: Yeah.
3: Um and I think, you know, what what made him a very I mean, I loved watching him in college. Like my yeah one of my favorite running backs to watch. Yeah, Ricky Williams was up yeah, there, but like yeah. when you like some of these battering ram running backs, like yeah. it's kind of the the problem is their end is is often related to their running style.
1: Yeah. I mean I I have to agree with you, Marion Barber. Like I'm not a huge NFL fan, but when I hated
3: the Cowboys, but yeah, like the way he ran same. was fucking
1: fun. He would he would break loose. He He enjoyed the contact like he'd he'd run across the field just so he could drop his head and blow up the middle linebacker and then run for a touchdown. Like he'd he'd pause and look around for people to collide with.
3: Right. And so for like the old NFL films kind of videos and stuff, it was fun. And like I've I've been conditioned to I just love guys like that. Me too. But, I know, but but I unfortunately, lo- yeah. like I I think uh, without knowing the autopsy or whatever, yeah. but like I think his running style is probably what did him in.
1: I mean, of course, Ed. It's but like, like it was course.
3: it was him. He, I mean, in the same background, backfield, it was him and Lawrence Maroney. Yeah, on, on Minnesota, those those teams are great. Yeah, and he was a battering ram and yeah. fun to watch. But yeah. like. It sucks. And it's I, like, I also
1: remember he was like a pretty cerebral guy. Well, didn't he play the piano and like? That uh,
3: sounds right. Yeah, like he was. Yeah, they would like like to juxtapose that he was he was not the meathead, but yeah. like, you can't play the meathead game forever. It's it's yeah, it's fucking terrible. And terrible. also thirty eight years old. Also,
1: not to make light of it, but if God wanted to take a barber, why couldn't it have been Tiki? <laughs>
3: uh, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Really, I mean, I loved, I loved when Tiki Barber retired like a year or two yeah. early from the NFL because he's going to be the next Brian Gumble. And then the year after he retired, the Giants won the Super Bowl. And within a year of that, he got yeah. fired by the yeah. Today Show for yeah. knocking up an assistant.
1: And he had to make a he had to make a comeback. Did not he come back and play another season?
3: I don't know if he did. He but tried to, he, but he he I know he tried hard to be. Yeah. To be Brian Gumble, yeah, and Michael Strahan played that extra year, won the yeah. Super Bowl, and is bigger than Brian Gumble ever was. He's
1: huge, yeah, <laughs> crazy. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, also, uh, R.I.P. Washington University in St. Louis, which is an awesome. Academic school, but I, ESPN ran a bunch of stories on this guy. He was there, like, star basketball player, and he had stomach cancer, and he was fighting it during his college career, but uh, he died 22 awful. years old.
1: Very awful. sad to hear, yeah.
3: And then Arizona uh, Cardinals cornerback Jeff Gladney, uh, car accident, 25.
1: Very sad. Very, Very sad. sad for all these guys.
3: Uh, all right. So, in much, much lighter news – Reds outfielder Tommy Pham <laughs> slapped Jock Peterson because of a fantasy football dispute, and was suspended three games because he slapped a guy on the baseball field. Um, I think it was like pregame. Um, yeah, and it was. He was, it was... He, was bl- he was blaming Mike Trout, the um, the commissioner of their league, and like Machado. There were all kinds of guys in the league that you've heard of, but yeah, Tommy Pham slapped jock peterson because he was storing a injured player uh,
1: yeah yes on his
3: injured list but he wasn't technically on the injured reserve or something it was an nfl fantasy that's
1: in dispute but hold on because there's video jock I I, i gotta accept the fucking cookies first jock had to uh he had to he had to answer to this in the in the clubhouse I loved,
3: I loved I loved I I think I told you last year I happened to just go to a random cuz I had nothing going on in the yeah. summer and I took my son to a Phillies Braves game Yeah and we were right behind we were right by the outfield wall right yeah. by Jock Peterson Yeah and I I never gave a shit about this guy one way or the other and the way he was fucking with Philly's fans who were saying they wanted him dead. I yeah. loved him. I, I no, loved how he, he, he fucked with them and he like laughed and he loved it. And he was like, yeah, that's cool. I'm I'm cool. Uh, you know, I think he said something like, great. Well, I, I hope I don't die, but they want me dead. Like he was just, he was fucking with him constantly. And I loved him. I thought he was very endearing. And so I'm taking his side and almost, of course, like,
1: no, he's a great guy. Look, this is fantasy football. Look, let's let, us let us let Jock Peterson explain.
4: Slapped you. Yeah, that
1: happened. <laughs>
4: <No>. That happened. <laughs> it's just, that, that was the only, uh, physical part. Um, yeah. Are you able to expand, um, on what preceded that? Why? Um, we were in a fantasy, fantasy league together. Uh, I put somebody, a player on the injured reserve when they were listed as out and, um, added another player. Uh, and then, um, uh, there was a text message in the group saying that I was cheating, uh, because I was stashing players on my bench. And then, uh. I don't cheating. know. I looked up the rules and sent a screenshot of the rules. How it says. It. I love
1: the. I love this part. He's called a cheater. He goes to the fucking bylaws.
3: Yes. And is and
1: is like, hey, it says right here that if the fucking guy is on injured reserve, you can put him on your bench and get somebody else. And these guys and Tommy Pham, didn't. He didn't appreciate that
4: when that a player is ruled out, you're allowed to put him on the IR? And uh, that's all I was doing. And then uh, it just so happened that he had a player, uh, Jeff Wilson, who was out. This is the best part. And he had him on the IR. And I said, you literally have the same thing on your team. <laughs> and then I guess he was in two leagues. And in one of them, he was on the IR and one of them he wasn't. So maybe that was a confusion. But on the ESPN league we were in,
1: imagine
4: Wilson is out. So it's
1: like it's, imagine the kind of maniac Ed that would want to, that would want to have a physical fight with you about this.
3: No, it, it's here. Here's, I, I know you're, you're anti fantasy. I don't play. I, don't like, I help, I I help, I help, I I help my, I help my son with his league.
1: I don't know the players. I don't but know. Not, I don't I'm, pay not attention.
3: A, I'm not anti as much as like, I just don't yeah. give a shit, but here here's the general rule when it comes to rules. Is whatever that website allows, that's what you should that's do. Right. Like, That's right. If ESPN.com allows some injured player that isn't, like, that's it. If you're going beyond the rules of a fucking website, right. you are that's the right. biggest loser. You're the, the biggest, biggest loser. loser. You're the and biggest loser. And you're wrong. Loser.
1: I do. It, it is funny because Tommy Fam has very thin skin because also, Jock. So, Tom, but... Prior to the season, Tommy Pham was on the Padres. Yeah, and he's yeah. he's
3: had incident. We've talked about him fighting over random shit. Like he's yeah. he's a an ornery guy. I no, think.
1: he got stabbed. He got stabbed outside of a strip club. And he said he said the only reason he survived is because, or the doctors told him the only reason he survived is because he's so muscular. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> the, if the doctor said, if I wasn't so muscular. And he's like, you know, obviously he's hoping some chicks are listening. He's like, the doctor said, if I wasn't so muscular, I'd be dead right now. But luckily, the knives or whatever it was, stabbing implement, screwdriver, couldn't get through my big muscles. I want to go on record right now, Ed.
3: That's impossible. I want to go on record right
1: now and predict that at some point in his life, Tommy Pham will commit a murder.
3: He's just, he <laughs> oh, just seems like that kind of guy. That, that knife will get through eventually. No, oh, no, no. I don't Look, <laughs> I'm not
1: a doctor, but I am a good judge of a psychopath from a distance. And Tommy just, Pham seems like he too might be much
3: worse. rage. There's too yes. much. He, he, he got suspended from major league baseball um, for a fantasy football dispute. Yeah.
1: Um, there's, there's a great, here, I'll play it. I'll play this other one. There's a great video of,
3: jocks <laughs> getting interviewed at his locker
1: uh, yeah I saw that and, uh, <laughs> and he, I know what he just said
4: listen it's true there are uh, there was a lot of money involved in it there I did send a gif in the group chat
3: that was making I
1: believe I believe when he says gif he means jif
3: no he, he means said, gif he because it, it you spell it with a j if it was pronounced it GIF. is it is true GIF.
1: I did send a gif I believe he said, nah, yeah. GIF, Padres. GIF. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, in the group chat, there was also some, there was more than one Padre. There was maybe four or five that. Uh, yeah. Manny Machado's come, come on there. A couple of them. Oh, and yeah. To tease. It was supposed to be a friendly oh, yeah. thing. Just making fun of, they were playing bad and just talking back and forth. Yeah. So, he's,
1: so the Padres really tanked at the yeah. end of last season.
3: And he was shit talking the team. And yeah. guess what? Like. Yeah. Nobody cares yeah. about Tommy Pham's presence yeah. on the fucking oh. Padres. Manny oh. Machado, yes. yes. Uh, Tatis, yes. So it's like, he's just breaking balls. Like, this is the only reason to do fantasy sports is to break balls. That's it. Yeah. Yes,
1: exactly. It's, uh, it's,
3: or it's, or on. the only reason yeah. to hang out with yeah. friends is mean, yeah. to break balls. Yeah. yeah. He's
1: James So he explains the gif.
4: Responded. Uh, it's kind of visual, really well enough to make any jokes like this. But he, and, oh yeah.
1: uh, Tommy Fam's like, yeah, you can't so joke man, about the team I'm on because you're not my friend. I wrote
4: back. I'm just trying to
3: pull it up, so it's exact.
1: Anyway, he's. I'll. I'll um. I'll tweet a link to this if you haven't seen it already because
3: because <laughs> he actually the dead hand delivery is yeah, great.
1: He, yeah, because he knows it's funny. He holds up the GIF on his phone and he's like, as you can see, um, it's three weightlifters. <laughs> And there's there's like the team logo above all the three weightlifters. And the one that can't lift the weight is the is the
3: Padres. It's so fucking funny. And, and I know I'm not doing it justice, but I'm telling you, like watching Jock Peterson, like I, I just took my son to a game because it was like late August and he, we had nothing to do. And I was like, all right, we'll drive to Philly. It's like two hours or whatever. Yeah. And we went to that game, and I just watched Jock Peterson just wind up the fans that kept saying they wanted him dead. And I was like, I love this guy. I have yeah, no reason guy. to care about him one way or the other. Yeah. He was he was just delightful.
1: No, he's awesome. Uh, what's next?
3: Um, <laughs> Don Mattingly's son wrecked his car while quote super drunk, then tried to sell it to an Indiana dealership. Amazing. He's um, 30. He's 30. Yeah, like yeah. he's not he's not a 16-year-old son yeah. like he's he's a grown man that is not a baseball player, a successful baseball player who now is like a balding version of Don Mattingly. He's
1: the worst part of this is that his name is Jordan. Jay, not Jordan. Jordan we, Mattingly. No, he might pronounce it Jordan
3: but his name oh did I baseball not not spell it correctly it's spelled
1: J O R D O N so oh, you could no. get the don and
3: I, how much you want to bet his oh because it was don related Yes, I didn't even jordan think of, that's the worst thing about it hold on
1: heard. i well i don't know let's let's can we guess that Don Mattingly's wife's name starts with something J O R, and it's a combination of the names. We got a, we got a um, Willow Jaden situation here.
3: Do you think she's JorEl like a uh, Superman? Son of Um JorEl. Don
1: Mattingly. <laughs> I mean, he might he might be on a second or third wife by now. Uh, Lori. Oh no, no, he's gonna. Well, so, yeah.
3: I, but if this this kid this man yeah. is thirty, yeah. yeah, like this is this is Mattingly. First wife. Towards the end of his Yankees career, probably. Yeah. Like, I think he was done in the mid-90s. So he d- he retired
1: one, the season before they won the World Series.
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, and this, I was reading the thing, and this happened in Evansville, Indiana, Indiana, which is where Don Mattingly's from, I believe. But it's like, what's, like, you're rich and famous. You live in Miami. Like, get the family out of
3: Evansville, buddy. Like, there's, there's a yeah, reason for like, this. Like, he... He never, I mean, Mattingly spent most of his playing career. He, he spent York. his whole, enti- uh, entire playing yeah, career in New York. Yeah. Then he's a manager for the Dodgers yeah. and Marlins. Uh, yeah. Dog, why Dog would shit be manager. Back in, why would you be back in yeah, Evansville? Like, no, you know, no offense to yeah. Indiana, but, but like this, this, he doesn't, this kid doesn't have any, no. like, connection. What? what
1: He, um, but I was reading the story and he tried to pull that. Well, I just had one beer thing. I mean, it is, it's a pretty balls play to crash your vehicle. And the first idea is I'll I'll drive to a dealership and sell it to them. Like he went (laughs) straight there and the dealership's like, dude, you're wasted. And the car was all fucked up. So they call the police, the police show up and he's, and he's like, I, I had one beer and they went in the, in his vehicle he had an open can of Four Loco. What?
3: Yes. So, and, and some other open oh, ones. That's, that's like four beers right there.
1: Yeah. And it's like, you're like, if you're drinking Four Loco,
3: you are going for it. Blitzed. You're yes. blitzed. <laughs> like regular beer will get you drunk, Four Loco will I get I you much think, drunker. I honestly think Four Loco only comes in the big boys. Yeah. It does. and. And it's yeah. like double strength, so yeah. that's four beers.
1: Yeah, yeah, right there. So maybe it's like eight beers, like just one yeah. of them. Like, didn't right. didn't they outlaw it for a while because it was too
3: alcoholic? Yeah, it sounds it sounds right. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, it's props to Jordan. Um, <laughs> Hopefully, he can get his, Jordan. himself Jordan.
3: Um, <laughs> I mean, we 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 went back to Don Mattingly, an old baseball player. We're going to go back to Scott Erickson in all <laughs> twins. And or he had a couple good years with the Orioles, I think. But he was mostly yeah. twins, I think. Socialite, who was street racing against ex-MLB pitcher Scott Erickson, has yeah. been charged with killing two boys. This, and this story is such a bummer. Awful. It's horrible. But look, what, what is what street racing? Yeah. And Scott Erickson's got to be... Uh, late 50s mid 50s like street racing that's that's a that's a teenager's game yeah no this is a dumb teenager's game but like a teenager's game
1: yes no this is it's this is an awful awful story and i i just read this sources told the paper that the two are fixtures so they they knew each other him and this woman sources told the paper that the two are fixtures on the local bar circuit And people imagine there's a circuit and people who know the pair added that on the night of the accident, Erickson and Grossman were driving separate vehicles to the same home in Westlake Village. Grossman, former Westlake Magazine publisher and co-founder of the Grossman Burn Foundation, is reportedly married to prominent plastic surgeon Dr. Peter Grossman. This had to be a tough way, Ed, for Prominent plastic surgeon Dr. Peter out. Grossman to find out his wife is being fil- filleted by former Baltimore <laughs> Orioles Scott <Ork> Erickson.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, like, d- hey, right. Dr. Grossman, he gets a call. bring, bring, bring Yes, um, is this Dr. Grossman? Yes, yes, it is.
3: We regret to inform you, we have you're... some good news and bad news. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Good, good news. news. Here's... your wife's. Your wife's alive.
1: No, it's it's no. It's we have some bad news. And some worse news. We regret to inform you that your wife did a double manslaughter today. And also, the worst news is she's fucking former Yankee O oh, and LA Dodger Scott Erickson. I <laughs> believe. Scott, last I heard, Scott Erickson was married to Lisa Guerrero. Oh, really? Was, yeah. Who was like she used to be the um, sideline reporter on Monday Night Football.
3: Yeah, yeah, she, I know who she is. I just didn't know he was. Uh, yeah,
1: she's a former um, Rams cheerleader. I'm pretty sure he was married to Lisa Guerrero. No longer? Yes,
3: i I just looked yeah. it up. Yeah, they, they got divorced. Oh, um,
1: well, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I mean. Yeah,
1: no, it's an awful
3: story. The good news is your wife um, uh, knows the <laughs> 1991 Ale Wins leader. The bad news is. <laughs> that relationship led to a double child homicide yes. and uh, you, yeah. and you, and she's being fucked by him you,
1: <laughs> that's that is the worst part do you think because he got charged with something too but it was just like um it was just like raising yeah just like a, a misdemeanor i mean she she's really rich so she's not going to do an especially long bid in prison is my prediction right even though she should. Um, but do you think he's going to have to take a break from the bar circuit? Or do you think he's just going to keep rolling out? He's like, well, look, I didn't run anybody over. Like, I'm good.
3: Right. He's just going to have to find a new buddy on the yeah. bar circuit. Yeah. And I don't, I don't by buddy, I mean wife that he's fucking. Yeah, Somebody's. sex
1: partner. Somebody else's wife.
3: Um, The Mets complain that Dodger Stadium's video room smells like rat piss. Wow. Very specific complaint yeah. I don't
1: I mean I'm not certain I've smelled rat piss
3: I mean if you live in New York you you know kind of uh the piss smell and you've seen rats Ooh. but i I would assume i mean anytime I smell piss in in New York it's human human piss, I would assume it's human piss. yeah yeah but it was a specific complaint.
1: Uh, I'm I'm rat phobic. So I would have a hard time yeah. living in New York because I, I've seen the movie Rats.
3: Yeah, you've told me about it and I have yeah. no desire to see it because oh, you should watch it skeeved out because I already see rats when I like I look at the subway tracks and shit.
1: Yeah, you, you know, there's there are methods of garbage collection that are much less conducive to the um to to uh vermin mhm but because of the you know
3: connected situ- world of garbage
1: yes the the union situation <laughs> in New York City, they, they just put
3: fucking Situation bags out. meaning people get missing, right? <laughs> yeah, well, no, you
1: gotta have a lot of jobs. You need a lot of paying. You need a lot of dues paying members to keep everybody greased in that gig. And, <laughs> and it's more work to pick up the bags and throw them in the trash so everybody puts their bags outside and the rats just fucking go nuts. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, as, as far as Dodger Stadium goes, though, look, it's an old building.
3: Yeah, I I think that's that's the problem. Yeah. Old buildings, like it's it's like the city of New Orleans. Yeah, it's a cool old city. I love New Orleans, but it's an old city, and so it's just understood. There's just rats in lots of bad places.
1: Yeah, you get along with the gorgeous view, the t- gorgeous twilight view of the Santa Monica Mountains. You got to fucking sniff a little rat area. No big
3: deal. And, and also, um. My limited experience, I I ran a couple of uh, Spartan races in baseball stadiums. One yeah. being the Mets City Field, which is a relatively new stadium. And the other being Fenway. Yeah. But both times, when you go through the visitors section, like these races are like in and around the stadium. Even in the modern stadium, they make the visitors situation shitty. Oh, yeah. Like really... crummy and you're thinking like this is worse than my high school locker room like that's just the way it is
1: it's it's like it's like hayden fry painting the the uh pink yeah they got a pink locker room in iowa yeah like anybody's fucking scared of iowa oh we're (laughs) going to iowa and oh the locker room's pink so what we'll only kick the shit out of them 48 to 6 this week (laughs) the fuck out of here iowa i love i love places like iowa that pretend they're real they're like, hey, we're such a real football team. We're going to intimidate the other guys by painting the locker room pink. Get the fuck out of here.
3: Right. Every five years, they're going to have a good season in the Big Ten West because lose a bowl all, game. All, the, all the good teams are in the Big Ten East. Um, right. A great story about the Dodgers. I love this story. The Dodgers yeah. finally honored first openly gay Major League <sighs> Baseball player Glenn Burke yeah. on Pride night. And yeah. what I'll say about Glenn Burke he invented the high five. Not talked yeah. about enough. He and Dusty Baker yeah. had the first ever high five on a day where That's Dusty right. hit, I think, two, and I Glenn Burke had one, and maybe he had two career homers. They did a high five. Yeah. That's the first ever case That's that amazing. was ever documented in like 78 or something.
1: They uh Glenn got a Glenn got a raw deal.
3: Because he, he was no, fucking time he, he was sort uh, of his son. Yeah. Yeah, spunky.
1: He was he yeah. was having sex with he was dating. I don't know. He was linked to. He was friends with Tom of the Sorta's son, Tommy Jr., aka spunky. And uh, you know, that it was a bad I mean, look. You talk about Tug they off to the A's.
3: You talk yeah. about Tug McGraw, yeah. big spunky. unit. I mean spunky. spunky. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I, I mean, think we know
1: that's com-related, right? Ed Spunky Spunk.
3: Of course spunky. it is. Of course it is. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's com-related. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure.
3: But uh, I mean, but that, yeah, it's nice that cool. they, it's nice
1: that they did something for him.
3: Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, he died of AIDS like 30 years ago. Um, yeah. Announcer Jim Cott has apologized for calling Yankees left-hander Nestor Cortez Nestor the molester. <laughs> I love. I. <laughs> Why do you have to apologize for that? That's amazing. <laughs> I I love it because I know Jim Cott. meant I know nothing about the man. I mean, I think he was a good yeah. Twins pitcher, but he's been the Yankees um, uh, announcer, one of the announcers for a long time, and he's actually pretty yeah. good. And all of the all of the Yankees announcers are terrible. But I know. <laughs> Lester 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 the Molester was Lester Hayes on the Raiders. Like it was a known thing. Yeah. yeah. But like these days you can't have that. So it was pretty funny. Like this probably seventy five year old man's like old Nestor the Molester and like people went batching. No, it's a it's great, great.
1: I mean yeah, it's a great He's n- not n-
3: touching n- kids. He's just he's a good picture no. for them.
1: Right, molester. Molester is is by definition doesn't have a sexual component to it. Like it's like it's you you know mayhem. it's you obs- yeah you obstruct somebody's you impede their movement. You know you you bother them. Like it's a funny fucking name. Like I, don't I think know. Let's, Lester let's be Hayes, so
3: the cornerback, like bragged yeah. about being Lester the molester. I think yeah, he was like great. proud of it. It's just no, it's a great different name. times but it's pretty funny that like 75-year-old man thought he he'd come up with a good one. <laughs> he was he was yeah. on the apology tour this week because of it. Yeah. Um it's great. Dustin Johnson was reportedly paid 125 million to join the is it called LIV or LIV I so. Golf? I
1: think so. I think LIV. Yeah.
3: LIV Golf Invitational Series, Phil Mickelson 200 million. Um they are leaving the the tour after all the build up and the fill yeah. stuff like they're they're going for it and they're all getting paid big yeah. big it's, bucks it's
1: i mean this is tough because i don't give a shit um i don't care at all and you know some people are like golf is like their sport and they're like fucking you know really upset about it and i guess it's like the this live thing. It's like not as many players as a PGA tour. It's not gonna be as competitive. I don't fucking care. Like I hope they do some cool shit. I hope I hope it's like the XFL of golf. I hope they in, in incorporate some Saudi specific sort of like
3: beheadings
1: and shit. Yeah, attractions. Like you get like the the you know top the top five in every tournament get to um Get to scimitar off a petty criminal's hand, <laughs> or or, put, or 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 put some cigarettes out on a on a political dissident, like you know, like it's weird because look, I, if, yeah, if yeah. if if somebody gives me one hundred and twenty five million dollars, I'm I'm gonna overlook a lot of things.
3: So, but these guys are already I, rich. I think I w- I th- that that's the the big point, yeah. like. I think I said after the Super Bowl commercials blowback of Matt Damon uh doing the or Larry David doing these crypto commercials and I yeah. was like who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Um and and yes those those are reprehensible most of these these ads but at the same time like I, I don't care but yeah. there is something to the fact that like you are taking yep. human rights abuse money yeah. specifically when you are filthy rich. I mean, yeah. I understand Phil could have some major gambling debts. He and stuff, does, but at the same time, like he could also make up those debts and stop gambling. Yeah, without yeah. using like this is straight up blood money. This it, is I, yeah. You you cannot be like ah you know it was it wasn't it, it was just they were taking the money. I mean, would you turn down that money? Like if you're rich, you cannot. If you're dirt poor you probably don't turn away any money, but if you're rich, you
2: can't, you can't
1: take that money. They, um, they supposedly offered Tiger Woods close to a billion to join their tour. According to, according to Greg Norman, it it was in the high nine figures. And uh, he said, no. And he, he hasn't made a billion dollars on the golf course. I mean, he's made a billion dollars, but he had not on the golf course. I think his career, earnings are like a hundred and something million he's rich but he's, he he's, he's he rich as fuck and he's conscious of his legacy you know he's not gonna do anything else to make himself look bad he's done enough already you know like he, right, like, he gets it
3: this is straight up blood money yeah like, you can't take this yeah and fucking phil like
1: yeah. oh yeah he's a mess
3: <laughs> yeah. i mean he's got to be a mess and we yeah. our golf correspondent has Intimated as much that it's life changing money, but like, sure, geez, this is this is straight up blood money.
1: Yeah, look, I take it, me, I take it, but these guys are already already rich as fuck. You know, like they got, they're fine.
3: So Dustin they Johnson, need it. like, wasn't he number one in the world like two years ago, three years ago, it was like a while back? Yeah,
1: he's. You know, these guys have short runs at the top. That's why that's why Tiger was so amazing at the when when Dustin Johnson had fell out of the um top spot he had held it for the longest in you know second longest to tiger woods if he wanted to tie tiger woods record for being number one in the world for the most weeks he would have had to been number one in the world for another nine years like it's just <laughs> you, you just you don't have like a long there's, there's very few guys that have have those long runs so that's, you know he's that's he's. what he's, i love
3: about the um Anytime somebody leads Major League Baseball in consecutive starts, they're like, "Oh, this guy has started for three straight years." And it's yeah. like, "Yeah, he could possibly pass Cal Ripken in 2040." Yeah,
1: yeah, no, that one's yeah, that one's never coming down.
3: Um, Travis Kelsey's ex girlfriend claims he made her pay half of everything <laughs> and only gave her about a hundred dollars during their relationship.
1: <laughs> oh, I love this kind of shit, like. There used to be this radio host in LA, Tom Lycus, and he was, he was this big, fat, bald, disgusting guy. And he would give, I mean, it was a shtick, but he would give like advice to guys on dating and he would be, and his, his, um, his advice was like, I, I mean, I never listened to him, but it was like, never spend more, to, more than $40 on a date. I don't know. He had, he had all these like hacks and it was just, you know, obvious misogyny. Uh, but it seems like Travis Kelsey's a subscriber, you know. Like he's pretty tight with the buck, apparently. Also, why do you keep dating somebody if they're not paying for shit? Like it's it's like, hey, dude, you're rich. Take me on some fucking vacations, or or I'm out of here. I imagine the girlfriend is pretty
3: fucking hot. Well, I I was like didn't do too much digging, but she was a somewhat long term girlfriend. Yeah, like yeah. it's one thing if. I I respect if it was like hey we went out oh, on one date. I mean, I still wouldn't respect if Travis yeah. Kelsey's making her pay, pay half. Yeah. yeah. But I'd respect if it was like yeah, we went on a date and he was not giving me too much money. Yeah. But it's like this was his girlfriend and she's saying oh. he didn't pay for shit right over now. the span of like a long time. Oh, that's
1: great. Travis Kelsey's a bear cat?
3: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was. uh, I mean, the guy's good. I think he was like Butch Jones, Bearcats. Like, yeah, yeah, they like a few rounds before uh, uh, Fickle. I mean, there's there's few things worse than being called cheap, or being known as cheap. Yeah, or being cheap. Half of it. Yeah, just being cheap is a bad thing.
1: It is half of every date, every trip, everything, she said. Travis is very cheap. In the beginning he tried to make Kayla prove that she wasn't with him for the money, so she had to pay half of everything. Travis is still cheap. Maybe he's not cheating anymore, but he's not breaking bread like he needs to be.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, well,
3: you know. Do what you got to yeah. do, Travis. When I when I was dating Michelle in college, yeah. Um I was Working a ton and I was yeah. trying to pay for stuff. And then at one yeah. point, Michelle's like, hey, yeah. I'm not, I'm not paying for my college education. Yeah. And I know you are. So like, you, you got to stop. Like, I I'm not impressed by this. Like, yeah. Stop paying for shit. <laughs> Yeah, I well, know you're poor, and it, we're yeah. gonna get together after college. Like, I don't need a guy racking up tons of debt, like, right? Like, once go. you're
1: once you're together a while, you know, you right. I'll get this, you get that. But you know, you first start dating, you want to seem like a man in the beginning, know? like it's old yeah, school. Was,
3: I was doing my best in like in an old school way, and she's like, "Hey, I don't need some fucking guy with a ton of debt when we yeah. leave college. Yeah, start paying for. I mean, start yeah. paying for your education. I'll yeah. I'll deal with this. It's a good woman. Um." Josh Donaldson, like a Major League Baseball heel for like 20 years. Yeah. He was very hurt that his Yankees teammates didn't publicly support him after a suspension for calling the White Sox Tim Anderson Jackie. Yeah. Like one of the only black players in Major League Baseball.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a stupid thing to do, but didn't – I believe Tim Anderson called himself – He said, I'm like Jackie Robinson.
3: He said, I'm trying to be the next Jackie Robinson. But like – that's that's a third rail thing
1: yeah it's true
3: yeah you don't i
1: mean you're definitely not going to get support it's it's one of those things where you just shut the fuck up about it you take your suspension and hope nobody brings it up again your your team's not going to make a tweet in your favor
3: but you know you know how we've talked about like some of the signs when your kids don't talk to you yeah like that's that's on you yeah when your teammates don't like offer a modicum of support yeah that's yeah. also on you it's true. like
1: it's like it's like before trevor bauer was ever accused of anything the entire right. team unfollowed him
3: <laughs> like, right that's I, telling. I mean that that was very telling because it's like trevor bauer was a ridiculously successful pitcher and yeah. immediately people are like yeah that's yeah that's not yeah <laughs> not are our y- guy yikes.
2: Yikes. <laughs> he's new <laughs> <Right>. here <laughs> never got to know him that well
3: no uh
1: all right let's talk let's uh, do some voicemails and worthless but he's got nothing else to do and he's even worse than let's see who we heard from this week oh quite a few people let's see
0: ballers katie shady here Out. calling uh because i still watch general hospital so i just want to give you an update luke has died he died like who uh, died
3: who Ed, you probably knew that. Luke, of Luke oh, and Laura, Luke and, of Luke and Laura. I don't think the actor has died. Anthony Geary. You're, yeah, but he he was looking like death warmed over for the last twenty years. Though.
1: Well, uh, but here's the thing: like, on yeah. on they, they die right. and they come back all the time.
3: Right. You're not dead until you're dead.
1: Yeah. yeah, they die
3: and they come back. They um. He's presumed dead. Right. That's what you'd say.
1: There's, there's. I, I meant to tell you to ask Michelle about these things and maybe maybe katie shady will update us i need to know who has amnesia who is either stuck in a hole or locked in a cabin
3: there's a lot of lock-ins yeah they get
1: locked in um evil twin a lot of times you'll have an evil twin or um somebody will be uh there'll be an imposter where the actor has to play two roles they get paid double for that you think
3: Absolutely not. Yeah, these are people that are like, "Hey, you get a paycheck from here, yeah, to varying degrees of acting success. Like you're 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 going to do what we ask.
1: Yeah, you're you're hoping to be the next uh, John Stamos or Julianne Moore.
3: Yeah,
0: Uh, I think in February, but he had been off the show for a while, but was living in Amsterdam with Tracy Porterman. So I know Tracy died. (laughs) And uh, they buried him. Laura is the mayor of Port Charles. And she's married heaven, the psychiatrist. who was married to Lucy for 70 years, the
1: one who does the nurse's call. Oh, wait. Lu- is Lucy the one with the accent?
3: Lucy had, yes. Well, the scar I, on I her face? No, I don't know if she still does. But, yeah. like, Lucy is one of these, uh, I mean, whatever. It's It's all inappropriate talk, but like she's she's one that has had a boom in body, and she's probably like sixty and she the joke about the nurse's ball from when I used to watch back in college, yeah is there would always be a wardrobe malfunction, and she would like almost kill herself by strangling herself with with some sort of wardrobe shut up yeah shut was, up. listen i I went. I went through sometimes. Oh, by the way, I just realized when I talked about that, I used to pay attention, and yeah. Michelle watches. Yeah. Somebody's like, "Oh, he definitely watches all the time." And I was thinking, I I did a whole episode because I'm an expert on Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Like, I, there's no pride. Like, you, I honestly you're not don't trying to deny it.
2: it. Yeah, like, yeah, I
3: I am proud that I love Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Like, sure. I there's there's nothing that I'm I'm like I'm not avoiding. I I just. I don't watch General Hospital anymore, but like yeah. I am not a, a closeted watcher. You're aware, thing. you're aware of it,
1: but it's not yes. like you're fucking yeah. throwing it on the DVR at yeah,
3: yeah,
0: yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Felicia's still on the show. Felicia. She's married to Mac Scorpio. Um, Anna Devane is still on the show, and yep. she still works for whatever the uh, CIA thing that she worked for. Wow. So is wow. Robert. Scorpio. Oh, they have a lot of old flavors. Sunny yeah. is still there. Oh, he I has- I know
1: so- Sonny Corintos because his real name's like Maurice something and Maurice some chick- Bernard. Yeah, and Maurice he's Bernard.
3: Super little, and he he Tiny. kept talking. About, I mean, he's even little for Hollywood standards. So like, yeah. he's good looking, and but like he, I remember there was talk like he's gonna try to make the Hollywood turn. Yeah. And it's like, nah, you're you're gonna be Sonny.
1: Well, he was day. he was a big star in like the mid '90s. Like he was he was really on the come on General Hospital because I remember I was dating a chick that was that watched it and she really like wanted to fuck Sonny corinthos And I'm and like, that was, guy?
3: He was with Brenda. uh what's her name? Who is also on 90210? Uh, Shannon, Gina Kincaid, Gina Kincaid on. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's her
1: yeah. name? Yeah. I don't know.
3: Uh, Vanessa, Vanessa Marcel, oh Marcel! Wow, Sonny that was Sonny's girl doing work, buddy. Nice yeah, job. Uh, okay, here we go. We
0: had amnesia. Yep. See, probably about eight months ago. What I tell you it about was amnesia living in upstate New York under the name Mike. Yep. And uh, hooked up with a girl who wasn't his wife, and so that was a big scandal. Jason was killed off again. Does
2: it? Does
1: it count if you have amnesia? Like, is is it cheating? Is it cheating if you don't know no. who you are? of course not. You're
3: just doing what you can do. You're just only a man. You know, it's you.
1: You forgot who you were. And, you know, you, you have needs. You didn't know you were cheating. I, I feel like the wife's got to forgive.
0: And because he wouldn't get COVID vaccines in real life, so he'll probably come back and have amnesia. But that's pretty much the rundown on what's going on in Port Charles these days. Fuck. If you have any other questions, feel free to reach out. I will. Have a great day. Thank
1: you. Thanks for that, Katie. Enjoy my, enjoy the mellow yellow out of my wedding crystal. Here's another one.
5: Ryan, Ed, Dolomite. Hey, uh, as you guys know, I try not to call too often.
1: I didn't know that. But you're welcome to call anytime you want.
5: I love
3: Dolomite.
1: Yeah, great guy.
5: He's our guy. Air rarefied, uh, so my calls mean something. But uh, I've been provoked and needed to make a call. Oh, oh! So, first things first. Uh, Want to thank my guy Drew in Houston for sending me a uh, twelve pack of Shiner Oral. Um, Drew is really doing the Lord's work, and my goodness, this stuff is delicious. Shiner's a great beer.
3: It's a great beer, but I, I. I don't know if I've shared this. I went to the Shiner Brewery. Yeah. My, my buddy lived in Austin and it's like, yep. hey, like, what are we going to do? Like, let's go. Yep. And I go to the Shiner Brewery, which was in my mind, like an hour and a half drive from Austin. Oh, that's too far. Like, we were just doing, but we did like the, you know, the barbecue circuit. Yeah. Well, we Texas did that.
1: Well, so- fucking huge. Everything's so far apart right. there. They're like any, they're like a four hour drive is like no big deal to them.
3: Yeah, so we did we did like proper barbecue and it was great. Um, but we go to the Shiner Brewery and they're like, "Yeah, we're going through construction. Here's a video to show how our brewery works." That was it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, it can't be as bad as the Heineken one in in Amsterdam.
3: Oh, I went to the Heineken one like twenty years ago and it sucked. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went to it again like five years ago and that it was so awesome. Sucked. Oh, really? Yeah, like great. Like there was interactive stuff for my kids. It was great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then they give and then at the end, they give you two little Heineken's.
3: Yeah. They I think they gave four per I mean they gave two per touring people and I had had, two children. So fuck, yeah, you got theirs. Michelle doesn't drink much, so I think I had like seven beers. Oh nice. Good for you. That's a win. (laughs)
5: Um on the flip side of Friends is LSU Lala. Uh oh who has been particularly abusive on Twitter.com lately, sending the unprovoked Guy Fieri memes. Oh, my God. And I um, love Lala, too. It come to my attention that LSU, who is a um, legendary Coxman is not Team Current episode. So while he may shide me for allegedly bullying-ish in Memphis, but... Um, I don't know how he would actually know what's going on in the ball lifestyle when he doesn't actually listen to the show on a regular basis. Wow. Um, wow. But that does bring us to the matter of Ish. And Brian- Ish, great
1: guy, buddy of ours, was bullied off of Twitter and may have stopped listening to the show because-
3: I think there was different reason.
1: Because of a lineup change. No, well, it's two
3: separate things. I think he's, the lineup change. Like yeah. He was a little too into one one yeah. third of the lineup. Yeah, I know. Like a they little look. too, like hey. for somebody he has never met. It hey. was weird.
1: He's not the only one to get tricked. Let's just say that, okay? Let's, oh, let's... yeah.
3: Remember that guy that said, Sorry, Ed, I have to give you a one star review now. <laughs> I know, yes. He's that I fucking do. bozo. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember.
5: In the last episode, he did say that I was apparently the leading uh, re- person responsible for bullying Ishin Meph. Dola. Look, that's how I remember it. I don't,
1: I don't go, I don't keep like fucking tabs on things, but everyone knows you're high volume and you were very anti-ish. So I assumed you were the main bully. Maybe you were just one of the bullies, but Hey, let me ask you this. Would you rather be the fucking Joker or one of the henchmen? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Fucking Joker's a badass. The henchmen are just who you want to be a. You want to be a, a fucking stormtrooper? who I thought were robots until a couple years ago? Turns out it was just guys in suits.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Or you want to be Darth that Vader? Took me like, that took me like 30 years to realize that they were just like dudes.
1: Yeah. They're just dudes that have bad aim. I thought they were, I thought they had bad aim because they were fucking robots they never take the thing off.
5: I didn't know there was a guy under there. No. Looks like a robot. ...into leaving the show and listen I have bullied a lot of people. That's true. Um, like Ish. It's something I'm kind of known for. That's true. But, um, You're high volume. In this case, I think I am being falsely marked. Um, I'm definitely being maligned here. There are several people I think we can name that definitely bullied Ish more than me. Um, okay. Definitely discuss What well, Name names. Um, finally, the Avalanche won their series yesterday, four-game sweep. The Avs and Rangers continue to go, but uh, Ed is an, a, a uh, Rangers fan, and
3: uh-huh. I mm-hmm. really
5: think that uh, Ed and I need to get down on a bet here. So, Ed, if the uh, Rangers make the final, I uh, would like to throw down the gauntlet of a $50 whiskey bet between you oh. and I. I got the Avs. Bottle of whiskey. What do you say? So, um, that's all I got for you guys. Yep. Uh, fuck Tiger Woods, because that's Telly's guy. Yep. And uh, fuck Guy Fieri. Later.
3: Okay. Fair
1: enough.
5: So I would say...
3: I would take him up. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. My my Rangers are down one nothing in game four right now. Yeah. But yeah. they're up two games to one. Um but this is kind of the move. When I was the assistant at UBS, yeah, the head of a trading desk who's making like four sticks a year, yeah, yeah. would try to challenge me to straight up bets when I was making eighty grand. Yeah. Like the abs are gonna be like heavy favorites. You got you
1: to lay odds, Dola. Like Ed's not a like, fucking rube over here. Yeah, he knows you, how it works.
3: You do a hundred dollar bottle, and I'm doing like a thirty dollar right. bottle. Like it's That's not, right. Yeah, like I, you know, I'm I'm happy to to bet, and I'll I'll, I'll put up the fifty. But like, yeah. just know you've got way better odds.
1: Yeah, this is no. This is a pappy Van Winkle. This is a good point you're making, Ed. This is you're no fucking rube over here. This is this is a pappy Van Winkle. Versus fucking bullet bet. This is not. This is not head to head. And this is you know, this is the kind of shit that degenerate gamblers like Dola like to pull on people. They think other people don't know favorites and odds and anything like that. So they go, "Hey, let's go straight up."
3: This reminds me of all these asinine college and NFL uh, pregame shows where they predict the games and they don't use spreads. They're like. Yep. you know like Desmond Howard's like, you know what? I think Michigan is gonna be Central Michigan today yeah like of course and then they yeah. they give him one and oh on the day and it's like oh, what are well, you insane like the, the the spread was 38 and a half I know
1: that's why that's why we need our guy Jimmy the Greek back he got a raw yeah. deal.
3: I mean because he made some comments. He talked about the ankle bone and yeah, stuff. He was, like it was he was a little buzz. The
1: Blake is a superior ankle. Just stop talking. Blicks. Stop talking, Jimmy. You're done. Yeah. You're good.
3: Yeah. Um, he said a few plays out.
1: Didn't the sh- didn't the Schwam used to try to get around that by predicting the final score? And that would be like your odds. You know, that's well, that's
3: so how you know. Chris Berman would go I mean, straight up. That was that was how awful he was. He would go straight up. And would have a losing record on the season, even though he had point spreads. And then he would be like, okay, bumbling, stumbling. This game, because I'm 13 games below 500, this game is worth 14. Like, he would just say shit like that. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. what's that even mean? Yeah. Good job, oh. you big tomato.
1: Oh, my God, hold on. We have a second call from Dole. I've just- same
5: phone number again. Back Brian, in the saddle. Yeah. Hey, I am sorry for calling a second time, what a piece I am of just shit seeing this Sean Watson story. And holy oh. shit. Oh. Of course the Texans enabled him. Of course. Because they did. the Texans are a dog shit fucking franchise. Yeah. And of course he did it because of course he did. And of course he wanted hand jobs from sixty six women. Yeah. Because in Houston you want a hand job and not the whole thing. Hey, I've, uh, that's pretty funny. L- l- let me let him finish. My <laughs> yeah, God, what yeah, a fucked up yeah. story. What a fucked up situation. What a fucked up sports town. My goodness. Sorry, I had to call back. Fuck
3: I, Fieri, later.
1: I f- D- Dola, you, you deserve an apology from me because you made a great joke right there and I just shit on it.
3: It, it was it. a good joke. I, I like didn't
1: it. see the joke come in and I paused it because you mentioned hand job. And I wanted to point out that I've had zero hand jobs in my life that I, that I can recall because why?
3: I, Which, I mean, at the same time, Brian, Yeah. aren't you so appreciative of the first couple you got? Yeah. I mean, like yeah. that's
1: yes, there's yeah, sure. like,
3: as much as I enjoy the real deal. There's something super special about those first couple uh, ski poles you get. Yeah, I mean, getting it like touched. There's something. There's yeah, something it's special magical first. It's, it's no, magical.
1: sure, sure, it's magical. Getting it touched is magical, and you know, this when you're younger, you know, just females haven't worked out their mouth technique yet. Right. So, no, it's no
3: a, grown man should should care about yeah. it. But like when when you're a kid and you you finally yeah, get that, sure, you're, like, oh, you're right. My goodness.
1: What I don't – what I want to understand – or what I don't hear people saying is what I've been saying all along. This man has CTE. This guy has a fucking brain trauma that causes it – causes you, him not be able to be able to control his impulses. Why is no one in the national media talking about this?
3: I, I mean, you brought this up like a year and a half ago. Yes. And once you brought it up, it was crystal clear to me, and I have yeah. heard zero people in the media talking about it. No one says – like, look –
1: it's i I have never been jerked off in a massage scenario. It's not my thing like paying for it I just doesn't i need i Sadly, need to,
3: neither have I yeah <laughs> well, we there, know. Was, <laughs> there was there was a failed attempt that yeah. rem,
1: that reminds me some fucking travel guy some like one of these some travel s- influencer or something wants to be a guest on the show. I got pitched all and right think we can. Ha- I think I was thinking maybe we could have him on and talk about how hard it is to get jerked off in Thailand. We'll, we'll go back over it. I've been, I'm not, I'm not a pay for it guy. I'm not, I, I'm one of these pussies that needs to think the girl likes me to be into it. But there, I will say this, there have been times where I've been being massaged where I'm so relaxed that if, if she just took hold of my, took hold of it and just went to town I would I I would be relaxed enough to allow that to happen. Never in my life have I thought, what if I just shoved it at her and see what she did? Because I have I can control myself. Like this guy, he he's he's going to multiple sixty six different massage therapists and trying to get them to put their finger up his ass, and every one of them says no, and he keeps trying to do
3: it. Yeah, I mean, you're hey, uh, again. Your your point was spot on and yeah. it makes the most sense of anything. He's, he's unwell. Because, like, when you get a massage, there's probably the passing thought of people being like, or men, I don't know, yes. people, of being like, wouldn't it be great if this happened? Like, wouldn't it be great if I got a hand job here or whatever? But, like, yeah. that doesn't happen because then you think, well, Uh, rationally like that's not where this is going
1: no yeah so you don't yeah
3: so you just stop like in your head but like that's that's life that's like if you see some yeah hot woman somewhere like you don't do something ridiculous because that's not what you're supposed to do exactly so your cte CTE explanation is what i've been thinking for the past year and a half like that that
2: is it
1: Yeah, he has no impulse control. And because this is one of those things that the the NFL is the big bully in the sports world. Nobody will say that. And it's it's exactly what's going on. And it's a fucking good starting point to have the conversation. And and it looks better for him. Like if I were his lawyer, that might be the road I was going down anyway.
3: And also and also the fact that he's been like two years out of football. Yeah. And it's he's going to cleveland and he's getting this ridiculous guaranteed yeah. contract like yeah. are are we sure people who spend two years out of football are just gonna pick up and be great like that's a really know? good
1: point that's a really good point it goes it's away quick long, i mean he was pretty it's a great long,
3: it, he was yeah. great yeah. like like one of the maybe yeah. five best in the league but yep. you can't just take two years off uh, of something
1: uh, no it's a fast game yeah, that'd be interesting. Look, I hope everybody fails in this situation. I hope the fucking yes. Houston Texans fucking facility burns down. Right. I hope the, the Browns. fucking Browns go 0 and 17. I don't give a shit. Fuck them all. I agree. What about my, my what about my guy Baker? Yeah, I mean, it's so weird. He's still
3: not on a team. Yeah.
1: Well, I think they want to keep him to play the games until Deshaun gets There's unsuspended. No
3: way he's gonna stay there though. No. They've no. already replaced him. Yeah,
1: exactly. Okay, thanks, Dola. Sorry for shitting on your joke.
5: <laughs> hey, guys, Super Lee. Sorry for having two voicemails in
1: one. Oh, he's only got one. What's he talking about? Is there? I'm looking for another Super Lee here. Super.
3: Hey, you, you Dola, Dola and Super Lee, stop apologizing. Yeah. We love you both. No apologies.
1: Yeah, just... This is the only one I see.
3: One episode, but...
5: I got to just call and say, uh, rest in peace, Marion Barber. Oh, yeah. Great guy. Probably had all the CTE, but unbelievably good guy. And, uh, I'm sure Ed has got to do a a worthwhile,
3: uh, in memorum of him. You have the great work. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.
1: Thanks, Bye. Super Lee. I, I, I mean,
3: I credited I Super Lee with saying yeah. he's a yes. good guy. Like, I already. Yep.
1: No, it's he was one of those guys. Like I don't even, I don't even care about the NFL, and I love to watch him play. Okay, here's another one.
5: Hey, ballers, Ed, Brian. <clears throat> so I just, I just remembered, stew. I lost my wallet a couple weeks ago. Oh, Stu, yeah, and I won't even get into
3: it, but I'm not gonna. I, I just got one credit card. There's
1: and- nothing worse. There's nothing worse than losing your wallet.
3: It's an awful feeling.
1: I lost my wallet for a week last summer but I knew it hadn't been used because you know I checked my cards and stuff so I didn't cancel everything mm-hmm. and I eventually found it it got sucked into the crevasse between the car seat and the console how are we still dealing with that in 2022 by the way <laughs> why is that still like how have they not enger- engineered that out of the vehicle
3: uh, I just remember that the time t- I, I lost my wallet like 10 years ago. Yeah. And it was found a couple of days later. It was in the movie theater. It fell out of my pocket. Oh, my And mother. the woman like looked me up. And <laughs> this is so shitty for me. Yeah. She, she said, uh, hey, you know, I found your wallet at the movie theater and I just, you know, wanted to get it back to you and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, just all I ask of you is, can you do me a favor and vote for me for town council? Because I'm going for it. And I yeah. forgot her name. And
0: <laughs> I never voted. I never Boy, voted.
3: Oh, never voted. You I son totally, of a bitch. You're such a piece of shit. I totally forgot her name. Like I walked home and I got home and Michelle was yeah. like, so who returned your wall? And I was like, I forget her name. <laughs> Uh, and what in a small, a small election
1: I? like that, like a couple votes yeah, matters.
3: Yeah, like, I'm just such an asshole. Oh no, my completely God. Completely forgot.
1: Yeah. No, there's nothing worse. Sorry. Sorry <laughs> that happened to you, Stu.
5: And I'm using an old expired license. Fuck them. Um, but um, everything attached to the credit card that got lost is off. So I'm about to become a Red Circle member again. Oh. And I'm doubling my contribution. Hero. So fuckers, everybody needs to double their contribution. Anyway, love you.
3: God, love we'll
1: you, still. Damn it, Stu. Love what a fucking guy. call. I love you, man. Good good guy. Yeah. Okay, good. here's another one. Hey, boys. I uh, saw that... Oh, LSU, LSU. LSU, who's been called out now by Dolomite. We might have to have another peace summit on the show. Last one worked out so well. Deshaun
5: Watson got hit with another charge today. And supposedly, uh, I think there's an article that came out today saying that one of his instances, he was on the table, and I forgot what they call the yoga pose. But basically, he threw his feet up in the air, and happy baby, and asked the lady to massage his taint. Uh, wow. Sorry for cool. the crudeness. Believe I
1: believe it's called your perineum, and I but I doubt that there's Sean Watson, no that.
3: I'm going to say there's zero percent chance yeah. that's what he called it. Yeah,
1: I would, but I would um. I would suggest suggest it
3: was the gooch as Johnny Knoxville likes to call it.
1: Yes, exactly. I would, and not to make light of the situation, but I would, I would offer that anybody that has a willing partner, ask them to pay a little attention to that area. It's, it's nice.
5: Mm -hmm, Other than Paul, I mean, who else is that ballsy to (laughs) just put it out there and say, here you go. Get after it. (laughs) It's crazy. Um, I mean, I, I heard, ed's story about his massage a couple episodes back <laughs> and uh i don't think he would be one to ask for that paint massage i don't know about brian but yeah. like i said our buddy paul definitely would be down would. for that so but paul invented that. i mean seriously how how fucking ballsy is this guy just to do that yeah that's a very that's
1: that's a that's a very vulnerable pose to put yourself in, especially with the, just a rando. Just throw those legs up like that; you're all splayed, exposed. Yeah, that's a lot. That's that's a really good point. Maybe 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 Deshaun Watson subscribes to Paul's OnlyFans, and that's how he learned it. I don't know. That's a that's a really that's a really good question. Okay, everybody. Thank you very much for all the voicemails. Thanks for everybody that's checking in. You guys are awesome. We love you. Now, let's talk about some things that are not sports. Well,
2: it's time. It's time for now sports. Sports the Baller Non-sports, 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 I'm talking about the segment now. Non-sports,
3: non-sports, non-sports, segments. Oh. Ed, what I is love, popping up? I off? love that Eli Braden it's track. Good. It's so I know, good. I know.
1: Imagine being able to sing like that. I mean, it's beautiful.
3: Yeah. He's a he's a talent. Um, he is. We got a whole bunch of non-sports RIPS over the last two weeks. Let's go. Let's go rapid fire, and I'll. But but we're gonna pay some attention to the first one. Okay. (laughs) R.I.P. to the great, 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 great Ray Liotta, sixty-seven years old. I mean,
1: I'm sure he was in things before Goodfellas, right? But he really he was, burst he, onto the scene, yeah he's I mean, he was perfect, he's perfect, he narrates the movie, he fucking chews up the scenery, I mean the guy's fantastic when he's all when he's all coked out and he thinks the helicopters are following yes, the him the sauce fuck. He,
2: he, is, he, he he
3: he was great. great, he was great, um he's great in everything copland I, I, I read a great story that um the director of that movie NARC he was in and like yep. O2 or something. Yep. Um, he had a dinner with the director and Tom Cruise. Yeah. And the director said, Ray loved uh, Chablis. He loved his his wine yeah. on ice. And oh. so, he said he was deep into the Chablis on ice. Yeah. yeah. And Tom Cruise is at the, the table and he, he said, um, "Tom, we know we all know your production company isn't shit, or something like that." <laughs> and and Tom, because they're trying to get a distributor because it was it was like a Sundance, I think. Yeah, like, that yeah. was the dinner. Yeah. and the, the and Tom Cruise is like, uh, "Mission Impossible Two is like made 150 million or whatever it was," and he goes, yeah. "Oh, come on, nobody cares about that, or something like that." <laughs> and he's like. He bullied Tom Cruise into distributing Narc and got like a wide release and like it did respectable numbers. Yeah, but he said it was just Chablis and Ice and Ray Liotta just bullying Tom Cruise into distributing that movie. So, wow, so good. That, yeah. Oh, and in that that yeah. Sopranos like update movie, like I oh, would not see that. I did You know, like I thought it was good, but I didn't care quite as much as I should have. But Leota is amazing. Like he was, he was excellent and he'll always be remembered for Goodfellas and for good cause. Like that's, yeah. that's no, an great. amazing movie. And he's yeah. the best part. Like he's, yeah. the, he was the best, maybe not the best part, but he was, he was the the yeah. entire movie.
1: No, he was fucking as legit as they come. He was, he was mesmerizing and everything. He's just, he was a star. He was fantastic.
3: RIP Andy Fletcher, founding member of Depeche Mode, 60 years old. I believe
1: he's the one that um, I'm R.I.P., but I believe he's the one that's wearing a mesh shirt in the poster my buddy Spence had on the wall in junior high.
3: Uh, it, my buddy pointed this out, and I had the very cheesy CSI Miami joke where I suppose he's met his own <laughs> personal Jesus. <laughs> yeah! Very <laughs> uh, right, 60s, R- too young. Yeah, that's very young. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Alec John, such founding mm-hmm. Bon Jovi member and bassist, 70. But, for, I mean, you know, Bon Jovi had nice things to say about him, but yeah. we haven't heard of him because that must be a huge bummer. He must have gotten cut out of the band or left way seems, before the success yeah.
1: it seems like every band had that one guy like the george that, best yeah that usually pete best that usually that either, pete best. yeah that either gets fired or or quits it's worse when they quit where they're like oh, i just couldn't do the touring right before nevermind came out like it's just like it's like right there's like, always oh that God. one guy yeah and it is a huge bummer
3: um, R.I.P. Barry Sussman, Washington Post Watergate editor, eighty-seven years old.
1: Was he? I mean, how was he? How Holbrook in the movie?
3: I I thought it was, but I I mean, yeah, yeah. because of uh, probably my lack of professionalism, I didn't actually look that up. But that's yeah, that's who I okay. assumed it was. Me too. R.I.P. Anne Turner Cook, the Gerber baby. She was ninety-five.
1: That's crazy. The Gerber baby was still alive. Who knew?
3: Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Bernard Wright, jazz and R&B star whose songs were frequently sam- sampled in rap songs like G's and Hustlers" by mm-hmm. Snoop. Yeah, this is. For oh the yeah. B's oh, I know that baseline. Like,
1: doo,
3: yes. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah. Yes. There. There. Yep. Um. Uh, the show by Dougie Fresh. Uh, oh. in by LL Cool J. He was fifty-eight. Man, too young. R.I.P. Melrose Place and Always. Always, I think was like a bad movie star. Brad Johnson, COVID, sixty-two years old.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to know who this guy was on Melrose Place. I didn't. Why? I mean,
3: as is crazy as uh, yeah. like a somebody who watched every 90210, 90210 yeah. episode like six times. Um, I I don't think I saw more than like <sighs> ten episodes of Melrose. Yeah. I, just,
1: I oh, he was also a Marlboro man.
3: I uh, I um. Good looking dude, but like kind of generic. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't. I want. Well, I briefly in the. I was dating a girl that was into Melrose Place. And so I would watch it. It was on Monday nights and she would come over and watch it. But then I didn't watch it after that. I don't recognize this guy. He wasn't one of the main guys. So they're kind of fucking with you there. R.I.P. Anyway.
3: RIP Trapper John MD actor Charles Siebert. he was 84 he was in like some I, something like 150 episodes who knew that that show that's mash spinoff i know lasted 150 episodes right now that's crazy
1: but it was a, it was a it was um Adam Cartwright right that played Trapper John it wasn't the yeah. actual it wasn't Wayne no when... you no know. no
3: it wasn't Trapper John but it was a yeah. guy that was in probably every episode Right? No, no,
1: no. What I'm saying is the guy that, it was a MASH spinoff, but they didn't use the guy from MASH to play himself. It was Pernell oh, Roberts. No, oh. it was Pernell Roberts um, who was the, who played Trapper John. Kind of weird. But yeah, R.I.P. the other guy.
3: R.I.P. Ronnie Hawkins, rockabilly legend who mentored yeah. Rock's Greatest. He was featured in The Last Waltz, 87 yep. years old. Yeah. Like the Where band. Um. RIP American Graffiti, American Graffiti, Wild Bunch, and a bunch of other stuff. You know, uh, actor Bo Hopkins. Uh, RIP. You would recognize him. And then RIP George Shapiro, legendary producer, manager of Jerry Seinfeld and Andy Kaufman. Ninety-one. Like he was one of the top three managers you knew of in Hollywood. Like he was the guy. RIP. Um. Johnny Depp won a
1: trial. That's right. <laughs> people, people are either really happy about this or really mad about it. I don't. You know, it's like
3: like I'm just really thing. confused. Yeah. Like I, I, I was surprised there was so much interest, but uh, he yeah. won the trial. He won fifteen million in a defamation yeah. case against his ex-wife. Yeah. And Amber Heard won two million in a countersuit. Right, Which, so I'm not really sure what that means,
1: but I don't know. Well, it's 13 million is the difference by my math, and I'm just, yeah. I don't think she probably has that.
3: So that's
1: a, that's a plus one three. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's a win, right? That's, yeah, that's a W, Johnny.
3: I'm no math major, but uh, <laughs> 15 minus two means plus one three. <laughs>
1: Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to the baller lifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show.
5: Whatever plus fathers grow
1: you with some movies and shows and others top podcast man no one is above us five star even the haters a love us and we're not trying to talk politics a lot we'd much rather talk about dicks a dick so hot man you know the shit's on top top podcast man it really hits the spot Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers.